0: What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for tuning in and joining us this evening. we got a big show planned for you this evening. Uh, I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, Ivan Lovegren. Ivan, how are you? Uh, I'm okay, Rob. If I seem a little distracted,
1: it's because we, we don't have technical difficulties in the traditional sense, but there are some logistical difficulties. So I'm really excited that I'm subscribed so that I just got this notification on my phone that we went live, because um, Twitter is having some big difficulties, so I'm still working out a little bit of how to do our giveaways tonight, but don't worry, we are going to be giving away a ton of stuff, so you wanna be watching, you wanna be watching here, Uh, you wanna be watching on Facebook and Twitch, but you also wanna make sure that you like the Go GTS Live Facebook page, because uh, hey Facebook is better than Twitter as of today I guess so um, so make sure you search go GTS live on Facebook while you're watching but it's okay if you're watching on Twitch um, and we'll let you know in just a few minutes exactly how to get the giveaways going I'm still trying
0: to work that on my end with logging in and stuff just to make sure it'll work very good uh, yeah so big show as I mentioned uh, we've got several. Uh, stories to talk about and hobby happenings special guest chris carlin from upper deck will be joining us catching us up on all things upper deck and sitting in with us on not one not two but three box breaks of upper deck product Uh, we've got a look at the luke robitaille personal collection at classic auctions Uh, we have box breaks part two segment tonight featuring new products from panini america We'll take a look at next week's new product releases, and we have a special unboxing segment with a brand-new look at the BCW 3200-count heavy-duty locking card bin, and we will be giving that away to one lucky viewer as well. We'll also take another look at a mainstream media hobby news story, they're still coming fast and furious, but we kick things off as always, regardless of what Twitter's problem is today with our Go GTS Live Q of the Week poll, which is comes courtesy actually of viewer Christopher Brown, of the four major sports, which league does the best job marketing their players? And with 255 votes in and an hour left to vote. NBA is absolutely running away with it and I'd be curious to know some of the reasoning and I could tell you who's the worst major league baseball I could tell you who's the second worst no I I definitely think baseball is the worst I voted the best actually the one that is in last place with nine percent NHL um I think of the Enterprise commercials with Martin Brodeur. I think of the Dunkin' Donuts commercials with David Pasternak. I think of various things uh, when it comes to the Miracle on Ice. I think in general, though it's, it's still niche, I think they do a good job of getting uh, faces out there. And if you paid any attention to the NHL Network uh, and some of the new initiatives they're doing with packs and players with upper deck uh just some further insight and i know that marketing isn't all about okay which sport has the most number of athletes and commercials but when they are used i think they do it pretty effectively so i went with the nhl in the minority ivan
1: um i went with the majority i was with the nba um I was driving uh last week I was driving down Melrose Avenue in Los Angeles and I saw Bull Bull and he was instantly recognizable and they're you know NBA players are just their their one they're already easily marketable because they're so tall (laughs) generally speaking but they get their faces out there their faces are on their profile pics not a helmet um and MLB we know is also it's it's you know we all know that they lag in that regard so i went with nba because uh, i just think that that's the one where there's the most players that are at a second level that if i saw them in public i would still know who they were versus the nfl where i mean i've got a jonathan taylor card for auction i have three other cards of him that uh, i'll collect and hold on to and yet if i bumped into him on the street i definitely wouldn't know know him from
0: adam absolutely i've got some yeah. of adams cards and i could you know. <laughs> i think the nba has a tremendous upside when it comes to that you know they're in a tank top and shorts for, for their games you know every other sport there except for baseball really you know they're really padded up and masked up and helmeted up and so yeah um it's interesting thank you christopher brown for the question uh, normally, that poll question would be key to how we're picking winners tonight. Ivan, what did you come up with as an alternative given Twitter's problems tonight? Um, so I'm still
1: trying to figure
0: it out. I'm in the. I did
1: the connect to Facebook thing, and. I need to go to the Facebook page now and look at some posts to see. So that said, stay tuned though. Again, six incredible boxes, including one that I'll say this when we're doing it as well, but I am so excited for that Marvel anime. Looks so freaking good. I've seen some previews of it. Um, So yeah, so just just bear with us, but make sure you like the posts on Twitter. Make sure you like the posts on Facebook um, and we will have exact
0: instructions for you shortly. So, yeah, the box breaks tonight will be the brand-new Upper Deck Premiere, Marvel Anime, and a second look at Marvel Masterpieces. We'll also have the brand-new Prism NASCAR, last week's release of Absolute NFL Football, and we have the world-debut box break of Spectra NFL Football, which releases tomorrow with a pre-sell market price of $750 a box. Uh, Looking at the current market prices of the six boxes we're giving away, just to give you an idea of how much money and product we'll be opening tonight. Let's see, that's six, eight, uh, yeah, about $1,800 worth of product we'll be busting tonight. Um, But in the meantime, uh, we have several uh, unique hobby stories to talk about that we've called the World Wide Web for over the past week in a segment we like to call Hobby Happenings. Well, Sports Collectors Daily reports that stock in Collector's Universe, the parent company of PSA, soared past $60 this week, a new 52-week high. It reached a peak of $64.04 before settling at $62.05 at the end of trading on Monday. As late as mid-June, the stock was below $30.00. And over the last 52 weeks, it had been as low as $13.26. So if you'd held for a long term, pretty good return. The company now has a market cap of a remarkable $573.34 million. An astute
1: voice in the hobby once said, You don't mine for gold during a gold rush. You sell shovels and pickaxes. Now while we could argue where we're at in the hobby right now, it appears that two separate companies are trying to take that approach specifically during the current sports card boom, not selling shovels mind you, but instead collecting management software in the form of mobile apps. First up is Scouting Report, which advertises itself as a 24-7 card show. In addition to the inventory management system, there's also a marketplace feature that allows users in Scouting Report, including card shops and online dealers, to buy, sell, and trade through the app at no charge. It's available now for both Android and iOS on Google Play and in the App Store for $4.99.
0: The other app, while still in development, is called Manage My Cards. The developer is asking that interested collectors sign up for the beta launch and stay up to date at www.managemycardsapp.com. Who
1: doesn't love a little mystery? Well, this one is already solved. Topps has announced the player that will be featured for this redemption uh, by tweeting earlier this week is that the 2020 Triple Threads Mystery Redemption card will be a Jordan Alvarez, rookies and future phenoms autograph relic card. No word, however, yet on when those will still uh, will
0: start being fulfilled. Panini America will be producing a 30-card Lakers championship box set that's already being offered on pre-order for $29.99 through Fanatics, SportsMemorabilia.com, and the Panini Store. The blaster-style box set will include eight highlight cards, 15 cards of individual players holding the Larry O'Brien trophy, another of Lakers coach Frank Vogel, three celebration cards, one team logo, one team photo, and another commemorating LeBron James as MVP. Boxes are expected to start shipping at the end of next month.
1: Tua Tagovailoa took to Twitter this week, announcing a Fanatics exclusive with Panini America while showing off his 2020 Phoenix NFL football card the exclusive is a 2020 panini phoenix football factory set which is a new option for nfl fans to easily snag the entire phoenix base lineup on a special sunburst uh, optichrome version there's 200 cards and it's exclusive to fanatics with a retail price of $99.99. the product went live on the fanatics website at 2 p.m eastern time today selling out within a matter of hours and supplying collectors with an exclusive version of the main 2020 Phoenix NFL hobby release. There are 100 veterans and 100 rookies in that exclusive Fireburst parallel. 2019 also had Fireburst parallels in the Phoenix set. Um, at the time, they were inner case hits in the main product. The sets will ship late next month after the hobby release.
0: Interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Hmm. Well, it appears that a new third-party service is providing <laughs> dual authentication, similar to PWCC's eye Appeal rating. So, what exactly does MBA Black Diamond mean anyway? Well, it turns out that MBA stands for Mike Baker Authenticated. And who exactly is Mike Baker, you ask? Well, according to his bio, it turns out that, quote, Mike helped establish the industry-wide and accepted grading standard, applying a 1 to 10 scale based on the condition of a trading card, and was the first employee of Professional Sports Authenticator, otherwise known as PSA. He soon became the director of grading, and over the next decade, trained and managed the PSA grading staff. Okay, so let me get this straight, though. The guy that originally graded what his own bio says is millions of cards and then trained and directed a staff that graded tens of millions of additional cards— wants collectors to pay him to authenticate a card that has a high probability of having been graded by him personally or by one of his subordinates. Is that a picture of him right there? No. Here's (laughs) the problem as I see it. They have three tiers, silver, gold, and black diamond. So qualifiers notwithstanding, if all 10s are not created equal... Please tell me what the point of grading is in the first place.
1: We'll talk more after the news segment.
0: In the meantime, Rob,
1: check this out. It's pretty cool. Our friends over at VintageBreaks.com are hosting a 1986, is that right? 76? 76? 1986-87, Fleer basketball pack break with none other than the human highlight reel himself, Neek, Dominique Wilkins. That's cool. In addition to the cards in the pack, they're not going to just stop there. It's not about 12 or 15 people. There are a total of 300 prizes up for grabs during this event, including a Wilkins autographed jersey, a Wilkins signed rookie card, and more. The break takes place next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and spots are super affordable at $32.50 each, so check out the full details on this event. It's not just a pack break. It's really an event at VintageBreaks.com, and put it on your calendar to tune in 8
0: p.m. Eastern next Tuesday. Yeah, that sounds fun. Well, in a move that reinforces and solidifies its commitment to the soccer card market, Sports Collectors Daily is reporting that none other than Jill Ellis has joined the Topps board of directors. Ellis, who won back-to-back FIFA Women's World Cup titles as head coach of the United States Women's National Team, will be tasked with guiding Topps' efforts to grow its soccer card business around the world. TOPS chairman of the board, Andy Redman said, Jill is a globally respected, proven leader whose significant experience, knowledge and connections will help us expand our international football portfolio. Big congratulations to Jill and TOPS. We all know that over the
1: last four to five years, the definition of most expensive sports card has changed significantly. In a graphical representation put together by Sports Business, you can see just how drastic these changes have been.
0: Watch this cool graph. That is cool. Uh, And last but not least, with the Lakers securing the franchise's 17th NBA title, PSA is now offering a special limited-time Lakers-themed autograph special through October 31st. Get 25% off authentication and grading fees for any Lakers autographed item. Visit the PSA website for full details. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. What do you want to
1: unpack there? Uh, So there's things I want to unpack. There's things I want to repack. (laughs) No pun intended. Um, The first being that MBA authentication grading, what have you. Uh, I almost don't want to unpack it because it, it doesn't deserve the time of day. It's so weird and did you did you see that the certificates that are provided are typo ridden? <laughs> How can you say that you pay attention to detail or you bring the detail. details and then have typos all over your authenticate? Like that it's it's just a bad joke. That's all. Yeah,
0: it's it just it just screams cash grab to me. You
1: know, Though, on the other hand, I've said for a while with the eBay returns and things of that nature due to scratch cases that there should be a company grading the cases, grading the encasing. Oh that I gosh. could get behind. Oh. It's a 9.510 card, but the case is only an 8 because of these scratches. Oh, my um, gosh. Also, real quick, (laughs) before we go any further, um, I've had a few tweets. I know Twitter's working for some people, but we're still hearing from others that it's not. So I'm sorry. Yes, today you are going to have to like us on Facebook and engage on Facebook. Um, Believe me, I don't want to have to have four channels open either. But like us on Facebook and then like the live broadcast on Facebook. Right now it's got a good amount of likes, but I know there's way more people watching it. So it it is right at the top of the feed, even though it's not the pinned post. Um, But like, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to pin it. I think it'll. And you're
0: gonna you're gonna want to do that because in addition to the other things we have to give away tonight, our biggest hit, our big boom from last week, this dual patch auto of Joe Burrow number to nine or excuse me number to 25 went unclaimed. You're kidding me, first off. Nope. You are I, kidding I, me. I kid you not, sir. Wow. <laughs> I what? left Ivan speechless. That's really hard to do, guys.
1: Yeah, with the technical difficulties, we started a little late. Um, that's a little little saddening. I'm looking at the, uh,
0: the account that won, and... Uh, Next time that happens, I'm keeping it, and I'm selling it on eBay, and I'm taking the money and putting it into my PC.
1: I'm pretty sure that's a real person because I, I know that I've engaged with them in the in the far past, but, well,
0: wah, gotta wah, be watching wah, to wah, win.
1: Wah. They've actually got a story on their profile right now, a sad story about
0: something, but it's like eight months old, so. Hey, Brody, if you're watching, Tell your mom what shirt I have on. She'll know what this is. All right, buddy. So um, we're going to bring in Chris Carlin here shortly to kind of catch up on some upper deck stuff and uh, sit in on some breaks with us. But uh, how cool was that graph? Yeah, really cool. Nice job done by Sports Business uh, on Twitter. And uh, the Industry Summit is next week, Uh, the industry's B2B trade conference, which has gone virtual this year. And uh, the opening keynote speaker is none other than Mike Singletary, presented by GTS Distribution. That's pretty cool, Ivan. Which
1: also means probably...
0: Some autographs, some pictures for those that are able to attend. We were able to secure a handful of autographed items from Ooh. Mr. Singletary that will be raffled off to uh, Industry Summit uh, registrants. So that's pretty cool. And uh, I will actually be sitting in with uh, two friends of ours, Mike Summer of Wax Pack Hero and Eric Norton from Beckett Live. Uh, as part of the podcast and media panel, uh, where we will be fielding questions from shop owners and breakers, uh, and anybody who either wants to know more about what we do, how to do it, stuff of that nature. Uh, so that'll be cool. And, you know, it is, it is, you did have to register, you did have to pay and it is just for, you know business owners for the most part uh but there's always there'll be lots of information that'll be being shared you know to collectors alike because uh, panini is going to be giving uh several different presentations and the whole summit closes with what has become an annual tradition gray's anatomy brian gray's take on the current state of a hobby, which should be interesting. Ah, that makes a little more sense. <laughs> I was confused there for a minute on this. Oh, uh, you think we we're going to watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy?
1: I mean, there are worse ways to end a conference. I can't think of them right now, but there are worse ways. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty exciting. Mike Singletary online conference. Are there still spots available? I know that you mentioned no, that, that
0: it's only No, it is completely sold out. Um, Rob? Yes? It's an online event. And it's
1: completely sold out. (laughs) Tell them to open up some tickets.
0: (laughs) Open up the internet. Oh, the internet's closed. Sorry, guys. You can't. (laughs) Well, every registrant gets a gift bag shipped to them at the end of the conference, and there's only so many gift bags. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's not for me to run. But I feel like you can open up a
1: non-gift bag level or something you know, for that, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be available online later. That'd be kind of cool. Um, hey Rob, so I did want to uh, just reinforce a few things. Um, I know that we're still working out the technical side of getting um, Chris on. Let's make sure that you're liking us on Facebook and f- and you like the live broadcast on Facebook. You can watch on Twitch or live stream or YouTube or wherever else. But again, if you want to enter to win the hits that we're going to have tonight, you have to like us there on Facebook. Um, If it's okay with you, Rob, I also did have a bit of a hobby rant that I thought I could bring up if we need a bit more time for Chris to connect properly.
0: Rant away.
1: Okay, so you said something. Well, you put, sorry, spoiler alert, Rob writes Hobby Happenings. Hope I didn't just ruin everything. Um, In Hobby Happenings, you you touched on... uh, um, a bit, you wrote, what is it, an astute voice once said, you don't mine for gold during a gold rush. You sell shovels and pickaxes or Levi's jeans. Um, First off, is that your astute voice or is that a different astute voice? A different astute voice. Okay. Um, So while I don't disagree, I do think that applying that to the current hobby, especially with, I've seen a lot of stuff lately about, oh, there's a dip or or the bubble is bursting or a crash. I think that there's been a strong, a stronger vocal overreaction than there actually is. Um, now, maybe this is because I see a lot of things as a seller. Um, I see a very tip of the iceberg, similar to what Brian Gray talked about a few weeks back with the amount of big money coming into the hobby. But while that is very true, and it is exciting to see how ancillary businesses are profiting as the, the hobby's growing, those two other things that we talked about well one of those two other things like that Tua um, tweet with the factory set you know I was all over Twitter today with those factory sets because one of the things that I've been most profitable on is these things that the manufacturers are putting out that you can actually get a hold of and then if you are willing to put in the time to disseminate them it is time and work but basically like there's a pipeline there's a trickle-down effect where a set that's $100 that has 200 cards in it, well think about it how many cards do you see going for 50 cents of rookies right now versus two to three to four dollars? I'm seeing a lot of gold still out there it's just that you have to look for it, it's not falling into your lap in the form of five retail blasters that you can immediately sell for four, four times more dollars because of the amount of eyeballs I'm also seeing um, you know, and I give a few sites some crap over this because they only post winners, but there are winners out there. Randy Arrozarena—I Aero, can't even say his name—you know, because I don't watch Ray's baseball—has been skyrocketing. Josh Allen has been skyrocketing. You know, a lot of players have been skyrocketing um, while we see others—you know—settle is almost a better word for it. So, so I don't know. I've just been thinking about that a lot lately as I've been seeing some people overreact. But I've still been getting, um, I got a DM on eBay today about a listing I had saying, hey, how many more of these do you have? And I look up the person who's DMing me, and they're a very successful business owner in a completely different industry, you know, that's not trying to haggle me on price. They're trying to buy 20 of something I've got five of. So, I don't know. Just, just wondering, how much gold is still in the gold rush? While I like the idea of ancillary opportunities, like you know, good apps, good websites, good blogs, good content, um, still open in twenty nineteen products. I saw the teaser with twenty twenty hockey products um, on a few sites this week, so I'm pretty excited for that. But are we just, are we going to do some talking with Chris? Or are we just going to jump into breaking as soon as he gets on?
0: Uh, We'll talk to Chris first. So I want to give everyone a little sneak peek of uh, the product we'll be unboxing later tonight, brand new from BCW, their heavy-duty 3,200-count storage bin. Wow. Is this the one with the super-locking protection Well, it's got a slide lock. I don't know if it's super. The
1: one that my kids can knock over and it won't spill out everywhere like a cardboard box.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I need 17. All right. We are pleased to welcome to the program the one, the only, Cruz Carlin!
2: Hey, guys. Great to be back. Uh, I don't know why my computer always lags for these calls, but my phone is like Let's go, so Johnny um, on the spot what we're going this? we're going phone today.
0: <laughs> well you sound good? We see you um it's been a while so um before we dive in because we're keeping you here for three box breaks tonight you guys were kind enough to send us premiere and anime releases this week and i held the second box of marvel masterpieces for when you would be on next we're gonna we're gonna look at all three of those and uh, But before we dive into box breaks, uh, let's catch up a little bit on Upper Deck because it's been uh, your wheelhouse as far as the company is concerned in the sense that we had Stanley Cup, Draft, Free Agency. It's all been happening in the last few weeks and currently still happening. Uh, what does that mean for the company right now?
2: Well... I, first and foremost, it is so nice to have sports back, right? Like I have right? some serious withdrawals when you're, when you're binge watching, when you're like, God, when can I get the next <laughs> Michael Jordan documentary out? Like, you know, that things have gone crazy. So, um, it's been, uh, it's been great to have all sports back. Uh, hockey in particular was, was really well executed. I thought, uh, Absolutely. it was fun to see some teams that are, are, are not normally in it. I, I know a few Dallas collectors that were really excited. I know some of the guys at Beckett were really excited about uh, about how well they were playing. Uh, Tampa Bay is just tough, tough, tough. And um, I, I love I love with Tampa Bay. There's a lot of cool patches out there. I love that we had some guys uh, who weren't hobby superstars yet. You know, like a Victor. Like they had some hobby love, but they They weren't at that upper echelon level. So. To, for Steven Stamkos to get a cup, for Victor Hedman to win the Conn Smythe, uh, for other players like Kucherov and 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 others, to, and uh, Andre Vasilevsky to get some love uh, for you know winning Lord Stanley's Cup was was fantastic. But you're right, then it was like, okay, here's the draft, and our team worked really hard. You know, the draft is always one that I didn't used to go to, and then when I started going to it, I was like, wow, there's so many cool opportunities to engage collectors to engage our fans. Oh and, yeah. And, uh, and we always have a lot of fun there, but you know, it was like one of those moments where you had to take a step back and, and figure out how you, how we're going to, how we're going to do this, this year And our team, Paul Wynn in particular, were, were amazing, uh, with regard to getting uh product placement. I don't know if you saw St. Louis blues had upper deck cards in their cards On the, room on the and, draft
0: table. Yeah.
2: I yeah. saw it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alexi had upper deck stuff throughout and, uh, uh, I remember one of the one of the grandmas is holding an upper deck pillow. So there's a lot of uh, <laughs> different product placement, which is really cool. But just everything that we had going on with regard to uh, uh, Lexi Lafreniere and Quint Byfield uh, was awesome. And for us to be able to announce and lock up uh, the top two draft picks so early, uh, and to not only exclusive deals but but spokesman deals, so uh, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty cool that they're going to have uh trading cards and memorabilia coming out. And we don't, we don't do that frequently, um, with, uh, with NHL graphics, usually we'll do an autograph deal or, or things along those lines, but, uh, I hope it goes to show how much we believe in this, this rookie class coming up. And I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's a crazy time on in our industry for sure. But, but get ready for hockey to make some serious noise this season, because, uh, those, those two young young guns are going to be a lot of fun to watch. And and what's fun about hockey is there's always a few players that kind of come out of nowhere. And uh, you're like, wow, this guy's amazing too. So uh, it's uh, – and, and some of the changes that have been going on, Taylor Hall going to the Sabres and some other – some of the movement that we're seeing now with free agency. Uh, Lundquist going to the Capitals. Holpe going to the Canucks. It's just like, whoa. Corey Crawford
0: you know? going to, what, New Jersey? and <laughs> yes. So our, our
2: checklist guys are like, okay, we got to get this going here. we are we going to make this happen? <laughs> well, so well speaking fun,
0: speaking of the production side of things, I mean, I know you guys have utilized the draft in past years to gather a tremendous amount of content that you guys will use, not only in physical products but also in marketing those products, everything from acquiring autographs and photos and whatnot. So. Peel back the curtain a little bit. Take us into the boardroom of your roundtable discussions, and what's being done to replace that this
2: year? Well, yeah, I mean, events like Rookie Showcase didn't happen, and, and that's not just for us. That's for that's for everyone. So, uh, you know, Panini, uh, you know, they're not going to run the, the they didn't run the the football once. So there's there's just a lot of uh, of situations that are making it a bit more difficult. But uh, I think we Upper Deck has always done kind of our best work when our backs against the wall, and uh, and luckily, you know, by having Lafreniere as a spokesman and and uh, the deal with Byfield that that allows us some uh, incredible access to those two athletes. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the the video we did with Alexi, but Upper Deck was one of the first people to get him in a Rangers uniform, get him on the ice, and uh, and have that ready to roll. So uh, we're acquiring content, we're acquiring materials, we're acquiring signatures uh, on the daily, and. Uh, it's going to be weird, though, in that, you know, right about now, gosh, the season would be you know, pretty much uh, getting ready to start here. So, right. uh, so with the delay to the season, there's going to be some delays to products. You know, artifacts would have been out by now. Um, so we're just going to see some, some slight delays with, with products. Uh, Upper Deck Series 1 is usually the first week of November. It's going to be mid-November um but then they're going to start coming out pretty pretty fast and furious once they do get on the ice and uh and i think it's just going to be a lot of a lot of fun this season to to collect to uh enjoy and to to just watch some of the new releases that are coming out from upper deck
1: do me a favor um i you know i don't know how many people pay this much attention to the progress of the hobby um but you know upper deck keeps putting out new technologies new cards new product configurations um, but we're also seeing a lot of online integration and innovation from other companies. However, Upper Deck with EPAC was kind of at the forefront of that. Um, tell me a little bit about how you've seen the the technology integration over the last six months. You know, if there's any, been any changes, any updates, any exciting new programs this year, especially with not having the in-person um, activations that you can sort of go into for us with Upper Deck.
2: Yeah, well, we're about to launch uh, a major upgrade to EPAC that should be hitting next week. So I, I want to encourage everyone, if you have tried EPAC before and you were like, ah, I don't know, uh, when, when this hits, I think it's going to be this Tuesday, uh, definitely go back on there and, and give it another spin because uh, uh, the team has been, we wanted to have this hit in the spring and, uh, you know, what happened there. So it's been uh, it's been delayed, 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 but uh, the some of the upgrades that we've made to that platform are are quite significant. They're gonna uh, allow a lot more efficiencies. And you know for for me to be laying in a bed at night and just being like I can't sleep, like to be able to open up a couple packs, that's awesome to be able to trade cards with a guy in Japan. that's that's amazing. and And before this, we knew this was finally coming. Uh, my customer care team did uh, did some outbound calls to our, our EPAC customers, and and for us, it's nice. You know, you always I always heard before when I was managing customer care. Hey, I've got this really big customer. You know, when I'm talking to a shop, but I don't know if that guy's really buying at the level that they say. Or uh, I've got this lady who's just totally into the Marvel cards. Well, I, I'm taking their their word for it, and I, and I believe in our shops, and and that's that's fine. But to be able to actually see oh my gosh, this guy's spending a lot, you know, opened two cases today. And, and that gives us a lot of, of feedback. But uh, for us, we thought it was really important to reach back out to those customers and just find out what they thought of the experience so far and and to, to just, you know, engage with them a bit more. Let them know, hey, we're here if you ever have issues. But just some of the stories that we got coming out of that about what some of these collectors do and how they engage on EPAC. You know, one, one collector was telling us he works on a, on an oil rig in the Arctic Circle and he's wow. opening up packs of cards when it's sixty degrees below outside. And uh, <laughs> that's another, awesome. Yeah, another collector's telling us, you know, he's he's waiting on service calls, you know, hanging from wires, <laughs> waiting waiting for his tools to come or something to happen, something to be turned on. He's he's cracking some boxes and making some trades. So for me to be able <laughs> to hear these stories, you're like, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but and, and then you know another guy was amazing. He, he was a funeral director and. And he's like, you know, my job, like it, it weighs on me what I do, and, and uh, sometimes, you know, I, just in between, it, it gives me an escape, it gives me a break, and, uh, and I thought that was really unique and, and hmm. kind of cool too. So um, that's a whole it's new really spin
1: on the term, uh, box break, right? It's really <laughs> yeah. giving him a break.
2: Yeah. So you know, it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see the way that our, our collectors have adopted it. But what's really cool about the platform is. Um, you know as you look on at, at online platforms you know licensing can expire or licenses change what's cool about ePac is once it's on there it's on there it's a, it's you know it's basically a marketplace so um, now that we have so many new products up there you know Disney just went out and so it's bringing in the, a new wave of collectors but what I find really interesting is seeing the cross trading that goes on where you have someone trading grandeur coins for Goodwin champions and then so that person changing, you know, uh, trading for uh, for Marvel, you know, Marvel trading cards and Alien and X Files and you know, for for Upper Deck dinosaurs, dogs. You know, there's just so many different things that have uh, been added to the platform since it began. It's it's really cool to see. And, and I am so I guilty that... of
1: flipping puppies on Com C.
2: <laughs> well, I, I know that I, I, I there, nothing can replace the 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 fun and excitement of going into a shop i i i'm i've got a family road trip coming up this week um and uh and i'm gonna hit a few shops along the way for sure but but when you don't have that or when you're just a little freaked out or god if you're quarantining epac's an awesome solution so uprecheepac.com definitely check that out this tuesday uh we've got some major major upgrades going on in there because just in case people missed
1: it you get physical cards Yes, you're opening yes. them online, I mean, I but they are reflecting
2: so like, of physical want, cards
1: that you own. Why
2: would I want these you get, physical cards? Yeah,
0: you
1: get No, it's,
2: it's real cards. You can have yep. them shipped to you. You can uh, send them over to COMC, you can sell them. Um, so there's a, a it, it's a very dynamic platform. And well, the cool thing of, is, the, go what, ahead. real quick is uh, what I love about it is a lot of the cards you're seeing aren't just a stock image. It's if you see that autograph, if you see that patch, that is a scan of your actual card. So you know that, oh, I've got a multicolored patch here or I've got that autograph is flawless. So it's. Uh, I, I really think that that is something that was way ahead of its time.
0: Well, my friend, uh, it's always a pleasure having you on. I am so glad we got to do this. I'm so glad that we got to look at three absolutely phenomenal products from a stellar release calendar yeah I uh, was Upper Deck has this year yeah I knew you would enjoy that I held that I held that second box of masterpieces just for you boy
2: <laughs> so awesome thank you guys so much I really appreciate you having me and uh, again if you haven't been collecting hockey this is one of those uh, special years you know you have you think about Mike trout's rookie season you think about Patrick Mahome's rookie season uh, you think about uh, Uh, LeBron's rookie season Connor McDavid's rookie season this Mm -hmm. is going to be one of those years so uh, definitely definitely check out Upper Deck Series 1 which will be out mid-November and uh, and a lot of fun hockey releases after that and the Marvel releases are again I think some of the most underappreciated and uh, lower printed types of releases in the market today so with everything that Marvel's doing certainly not
0: underappreciated here man
2: no, this, this was we had some good boxes. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> All right, sir. Thank you so much, the one, the only, Chris Carlin, friend of the Thanks, program. Guys. Have a good one. All right. Yeah. Wow, this poll is jumping. Uh, I've got over four hundred votes now. About thirty-seven minutes left. Uh, NBA still dominating, forty-seven point nine percent of the vote um still time to weigh in with your opinion thank you everyone um we're gonna take i and i are gonna catch our breath um get something to drink while you guys take a peek at the personal collection of luke robitaille whose uh stellar nhl career um is encapsulated by what is often referred to as one of the best left-wingers in the history of hockey. His gear is now up for sale at Classic Auctions. Take a look at some of the highlights and we'll be back with Box Breaks, part two.
2: Luke Robitaille is a legend in Los Angeles and one of the most prolific left wings in NHL history. Lucky Luke holds a number of King's records, including the most goals, 557. The Luke Robitaille collection from our fall 2020 auction includes various items from his career and three sensational pieces from important milestones in Robitaille's career. The puck from his 500th NHL goal, the stick from his 1000th NHL career point, and the jersey he wore when he scored his 551st goal to become the King's all-time leader, ahead of Marcel
0: Dion. Next up, we're gonna take a look at what's gonna be hot in the shop next week uh, in a segment appropriately titled Hot in the Shop. (laughs) And we kick it off with Panini XR NFL football cards which is gonna deliver a one rookie autograph jersey card, an additional autograph, plus one memorabilia card, one insert, four parallels, and four base cards in every box. So another quick hitting, fast breaking box. And quickly becoming a fan favorite, each case is gonna deliver a one of one patch autograph on average. So case hits, you know we love them here. Rookie jersey autograph in every box features 17 unique one-of-ones along with multiple-color parallels. A checklist featuring the top rookies in the draft. Additional autographs, rookie, veteran, and retired players and things like Exponential. Luminous endorsements featuring 42 of the top rookies. And then memorabilia cards. Yeah, NFL Shields. Uh, New this year, we've got Vortex Materials, as well as X-Ray Swatches, uh, which they say combines unique effects and some of the top rookies in the NFL to create a brand new chase for collectors. Uh, There's a 100-card veteran base set with color parallels in various holographic cardstock and 100 rookie player checklist with lots of SP color parallels. (laughs) Uh, check out GoGTS.net for more d- details, including the sell sheet, which has a complete parallel index, which might be come in handy during your breaks next week.
1: Now we go to the import. The season may be done, but the cards are not. We've got encased NBA basketball cards this week. Each pack is going to have five cards, including two memorabilia cards, one autograph card, and one graded autograph cards. That's where the Encased brand comes from, that one graded autograph card. with a very strong lineup of on-card signatures from Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett, Zion Williamson, Ja Morant, Re Hachimura, RJ Barrett, many more. Every autograph card is encased and numbered to 90, or sorry, every autograph card in encased is numbered to 99 or less. So that's both the encased and the not encased. And there are rookie jersey autographs in several different tiers numbered as low as one of one, plus rookie jersey autographs dual featuring two pieces of memorabilia with prime versions numbered as low as one, Look for those slab signatures gold uh, label materials tag cards. Very good looking. Um, I don't think that the cards are actually on fire, but man, that video is pretty freaking cool. I like <laughs> <it>. um, <laughs> hopefully, your graded cards do not have frayed edges. Um, but check out Substantial Swatches Rookie Prime with big pieces of material. Um, huge content in this. Check it out this week in Hobby Shops.
0: Also on the hardcourt, we get a look at uh, soon-to-be NBA players in Panini Contenders draft picks, collegiate basketball cards. Contenders, a brand you know well, and it sticks to that packout configuration of six autograph cards in every box, along with four base parallels, six variation parallels, and 30 base variation cards. In every box? Holy cow. Okay, yeah, I, to, I was just making sure I was reading that right. Yeah. So six autograph cards. Uh, what are we looking for? On-card autographs of the upcoming rookie class in the highly sought-after prospect ticket RPS set. Uh, autographs from top international prospects, legacy ticket autographs. Look for signatures from some of the greatest players to ever lace them up uh, in their college duds. That's pretty cool. Also, hobby-exclusive inserts in 2020 contenders like School Colors, Campus Legends, and the introduction of the SSP Campus ID. That's cool. I dig that. All right. Prospect tickets as well. 50 card base set features a new wave of superstars coming out of the NBA draft. It'll be in stores next week as well. Lots of fun, lots of on-card, lots of new potential prospecting to be done.
1: Got an exciting product to me here this week and to many of you as well. 2019-20 Topps Museum Collection. Which one? UEFA Champions League Soccer. Yep, the big daddy UEFA Champions League. Each box is going to have eight cards, including one autograph card, one relic card, one autographed relic card, plus a parallel and four base cards, immortalizing top players and moments from the UEFA Champions League. Very cool, some of the most exhilarating stars from fresh off the pitch with display ready designs. These are the the set pieces you're looking for. Check that out. We don't even need to talk about names. And you got players like uh, Robert Lewandowski, uh, Lionel Messi. Absolutely awesome cards. Harry Kane. Uh, the uh, I'm curious about the rookies on this. Um, Sorry, I'm getting all tongue tied looking at the video because it's so cool. But yeah, Superstar Footballer Showpieces Autograph Cards with an exciting display of action shots with artistic flair, framed autographs, um, museum framed autograph patch cards, along with look for single player triple relics, um, as well as triple player. Relics with three of the top players. So lots of firsts in this product looking good tops museum collection UEFA Champions League Soccer
0: Now this next product its release date Could change tomorrow for all we know, but it's on the calendar as of now. So 2020 Leaf Trinity football cards five autograph cards in every box. Look for on-card signatures, inscriptions, and patch autographs from that powerful draft checklist. Trinity Patch Autos, Trinity Signature Autos, Trinity Clear Autos on stunning acetate, all with multiple tiers of parallels. Leaf Trinity next week.
1: And Rob, uh, we've got an exciting entertainment product 2020 tops Star Wars Stellar Signatures Trading Cards. Now this is obviously a high, high-end product. Why is it obvious? Because each box has a complete set of all 100 Stellar art cards, along with 36 autographed cards, three dual autographed cards, one triple autograph, and one oversized sketch card, which will look absolutely incredible. All autographs are signed on card, so those triple autographs are gonna be incredible. Only 100 total collector boxes produced. 100 total boxes produced. So this features some of the most in-demand Star Wars actor and actresses sketch cards on premium 40, or autograph cards on premium 48 point slabbed cards. One that I'm excited for, little bit lower on the star wars totem pole but a rare signer as far as i know nick nolte check that out from the mandalorian along and gina carano from the mandalorian but then you've got staples you know harrison ford uh kylo ren i know that's not his real name but uh, kylo ren come on daisy ridley lots of great names in this lots of beautiful art star wars stellar signatures if you can buy a box add me on twitter i want to be your friend But if you buy into a break tag me as well so that I can see the hits that you get
0: I want to see these cards
1: looking beautiful
0: and that's a look at what's going to be hot in the shop next week all right two last things we've got the worldwide debut unboxing of the all new BCW 3200 count heavy duty card bin check that out that's awesome stores over 3200 loose trading cards fits top loaders one touch one touches and Beckett card armor rigid acid-free plastic includes four partitions additional partitions sold separately it's got those cool identification slots comes with top loaders to slide right in we'll check out uh, they're stackable and features secure sliding locks. All right, so um, we need to put Ivan to work to pull, man, a ton of winners tonight. Uh, So in order to do that, we're gonna have you guys check out this uh, clip of some more mainstream media coverage about this hobby we've loved forever and other people are starting to find out about. We'll come back, wrap this puppy up with announcing the winners. Ivan, get to work. All right.
3: This morning, if you're looking for a simple way to make some extra cash, it could be as simple as digging through your childhood toy box. Good morning, Washington's John Gonzalez. Live in Laurel for us with how you could have some buried treasure you may have forgotten about. Hey, John, tell us all about it. That's right. You might have some gold in the attic or in the basement. Seven is on your side because right now at a time when so many businesses, industries have been decimated, there's one that has really seen a surge like it's never seen before. The hobby, the industry of sports trading cards and basketball is the sport seeing the biggest jump, about a 30% increase. And it's amazing what these cards are going for these days. We are in Laurel, Maryland. This is the Sports Card Heroes. This is the owner, Rodney Currence. Uh, What have you noticed, Rodney? You've had the place here for 30 years. Uh, I've been reading stuff like this industry has never seen this kind of boom never has it's, wow. it was you know it was strong 30 years ago and it stayed strong weakened a little bit in the 90s uh it's never been like this and what surprises me I mean I grew up collecting baseball cards football cards but the fact that basketball is showing the biggest increase yeah. does that surprise you it does a little um it probably had the furthest to go up right it wasn't as strong as baseball and football but now it's on fire now we talked about folks maybe having some of these cards Absolutely. at home. Well let's talk about these. Take a look at your screen. Let's start with the LeBron James two thousand three, two thousand four tops rookie card. This card, Rodney, back in July of last year would have cost you about three hundred dollars. Yeah. Now we're talking Eight thousand dollars and yeah, upwards, upwards of eight thousand for the higher grade ones. Now, that's for the top Chrome, not the regular tops, but yeah, absolutely. That's unbelievable. Yeah, these cards have just really skyrocketed. You had the ESPN documentary with the Chicago Bulls this summer, yep. Michael Jordan. Uh, you look at this one, a 1986 Fleer rookie back in December it would have cost you about 3000 sure. which is not chump change. No, but that's long after he retired, right? right? And it already pretty much, we thought it maybe kind of had peaked out or had gotten to a plateau. And talk about plateau, yeah. I mean, maybe not. Yeah, no, not at all. $6,500 $5, Absolutely, today? yeah. And even upwards of super high-grade ones have sold for close to 100000 It's unbelievable to see during this pandemic, there are some businesses, some industries that have really flourished uh, for one way or for one reason or another. And Rodney believes that this kind of increase will continue it's not going away anytime soon so dig up those old cards
0: all right thanks to chris carlin for uh joining us this evening and providing boxes this evening thanks to tracy hackler uh for sending out that fedex next day package i got today so we could show you all that fun stuff uh prism racing absolute inspector football Uh, Thanks to James Gale behind the scene. Most importantly, thanks all of you for watching. Uh, Without you guys watching, what are we doing here? So, uh, Lord willing, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show. And hopefully Twitter will be back 100%, but that's why we multi-stream so you can watch it anywhere you want. Uh, That's it. Have a great weekend, everybody. You know what to be doing. Always be collecting for Rob Bertrand and Ivan Lovegren. We're out of here. Take care.